This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Dean is gone and Sam's got a dog. Every object, scroll, spell ever collected in a thousand years under one roof. It is the supernatural motherland. What the heck is going on? This is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single fucking dog shake in this world. <laughs> my, dogs, <laughs> my dogs are on the muscle tonight, Chris. They're just, they're just, they're just all over the place. They're flexing on you, Jeremy. They're flexing on you. We're covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. We're in the middle of season eight, and I am having a great time, Chris. What about you? Thank you. Thank Cass or Chuck or whatever the hell this fandom says. Uh, season eight has just really taken a sharp turn upwards. Yep. And looking out over the uh, the landscape of the coming episodes, I am extremely excited about next week's episode. Yeah. But that's for next week. This week, uh, we have a, a crazy cool time travel episode that I am just really into. Same. It um, took me by surprise because I don't remember having any particular emotion uh, to, towards this episode. I remembered it pretty clearly, but um, from like minute one, I was like, uh, oh, hell yeah, I'm here. Yeah, 100%. Before we get into the main part of the episode, let's thank all of the wonderful patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. If you're listening to this, uh, actually, I don't really know when this comes out because we're a couple episodes ahead, but we just released <laughs> another Monster of the Weeks Presents uh, of Don't Give Up Space Cowboy. That's our our cowboy bebop podcast that's exclusive to patrons Um, and we have already collected people's uh suggestions for monster weeks presents episodes and i'm very excited to have those releasing sometime in the next couple of months so i'm looking uh, forward to that if you want episodes early if you want access to the discord if you want to suggest us to cover crazy shit on the internet uh go to patreon.com slash monster of the week and thank you to everybody who's already done so chris yes what's been happening in season eight man Okay, well, let me tell you about specifically what has been happening in Season 8. Last time was Supernatural. John Winchester was just an ordinary guy living an ordinary life. He had no clue about any kind of hunter stuff. Sure, he served in the Marines, but to Mary Campbell, his soon-to-be wife, and her family, he was just a stupid, dumb-dumb baby boy idiot who they definitely shouldn't tell about ghosts of vampires or anything, because then he'd probably go and think he himself was the one who invented how to kill them. But when Mary is mysteriously killed by a demon, stupid dumb dumb baby boy John Winchester realizes he has no choice but to hit the road with his kids, dusting all his pockets, stealing ideas from every hunter in America while looking for the thing that killed his wife. Stupid dumb dumb baby boy John Winchester never had a clue about his wife's past, or his own, as fate would have it, and now it's up to his sons, Dean and Sam, to pick up the pieces of their family's past. Man, Chris, you were... I'm worried about you, Chris. Because you're setting the bar very high, and the the first time that you slack on this, you're going to feel really bad about it. Like when we get to like a couple episodes from now, you're like, "Well, I guess like like, Dean's back. (laughs) He's back. He's back. Everyone, (laughs) season four. Um, I mean, I was already laughing at this more than probably anybody else will. So, (laughs) I uh, I very much enjoy your 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 road so far. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this week, we are covering Season 8, Episode 12, As Time Goes By. It was written by Adam Glass. It was directed by Sergei Ladassur, I'm going to say. Nailed it, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, air date was January 30th, 2013. 
Sam and Dean meet their grandfather. Sam and Dean are stunned when a man claiming to who claims to be Harry Winchester, their grandfather, suddenly appears in their hotel room, demanding to know where he can find John Winchester. Harry has t- Henry has time traveled to stop a demon named Abaddon and was looking for John's help. Through Henry, Sam and Dean learn more about their father and the Winchester bloodline. Ooh. Ooh. So, uh, before we get way, way into this, I want to say I, I like this episode pr- almost unconditionally. Uh, my, my one niggle, and I think this is something that the, the series is going to continue to do, is I, I think it's kind of, I don't want to say lazy. I think it's a, it's a, a standard narrative trope to have your heroes be like the heroes on legend. And mm-hmm. the, the, the preview to the episode, the, uh, the, the road so far, the then whatever you want, the then segment, whatever you want to call it. Shows that episode with the Cupid who said they were signed from God to get John and Mary mm-hmm. together so that they could do all mm-hmm. of this stuff. So there's some precedent in here. But having like a bloodline from on high, I think, is a little weird in this show. Yeah. Um, with every step uh, where they revealed more of their backstory, first with Mary's family and now uh, with John's family, it definitely takes away from the core narrative of what made Supernatural supernatural in the beginning of uh them being forced into their life because of a tragic event and you know their their lives basically um that it wasn't a necessarily like that's not a unique jumping off point for anything especially a sci-fi fantasy horror type thing um but it it definitely felt like it was at the core of sam and dean's experience and um while just like you I i do like this episode quite a lot uh they have sort of diluted what what made Sam and Dean's story special over time. And I mean, they already did that even with the the vessel, the Michael Lucifer yeah, vessel. And I was going to bring that up too, because I know some people were probably shouting at their radios right now. Cause we, mm-hmm. cause it's, it's, it's obviously been a precedent before now. It's just strengthening that and making it to like a, into a, a real and actual thing. I think is a little weird. And this takes a turn, not necessarily a turn, but it takes a, there's a curve to this that I think is interesting. Um, and I, I can't tell if I like or not. So yeah, um, I think in the end, we we do still have enough. Nothing Sam else and, matter. Sorry, <laughs> Sam and Dean kind of carving their own path, so it's okay. Um, but yeah, why don't we why don't we get into it? Yeah. So uh, as I mentioned, we get a bunch of then stuff that pretty much catches us up on uh, the the Winchester bloodline, so to speak. Um, and we started out with like a bunch of season one stuff, which is really fun because that was like a lot of where the John yeah. Winchester lines came from. Uh, <clears throat> it's a lot of young Sam and Dean, which I appreciate a whole lot. And it's just really fun to see these guys look so young, even just seven years later. <laughs> like they, mm-hmm. they have aged so rapidly in the recording Man, I, and I, filming I, of the show. People probably hate me for saying this, but every time I see a clip of them from season 14, I, they all look great, but they look old. They look old. <laughs> it's Chris, it's weird. Uh, I skipped ahead and watched that Scooby-Doo episode. Mm-hmm. We both skipped ahead and watched the Wayward Sisters episode, which you can find on our RSS feed if you if you want to go check that out. Uh, it is extremely weird seeing these dudes nowadays. Uh, and I watched a preview for season fourteen because it just showed up in my Twitter, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'll do a podcast. Like I'm not I'm not ever right, going right. to be unspoiled on, on Supernatural anymore. Uh, and Castiel's voice sounded like so significantly worse than it does now. Not like worse bad. It sounds worse unhealthy. It sounds like I do after right. I've been recording for seven hours or something. Excuse me. <laughs> So yeah, it, it does look extremely weird. Um, we open it up in Illinois. Is it Pleasant, Illinois? I didn't quite name Normal Illinois. Normal Illinois. I knew it was something something weird. Normal yeah, okay, Illinois, guys. where there's a there's a kid sleeping 
and uh, there's a like a creepy looking dude and a trench coat yeah. watching over him. They give you like that yellow eyes vibe for a second, but then it's just like, oh, it's a it's a dad checking out his son. Yeah, uh, and so creepy dude is actually the dad. He, this is going to be Henry, uh, and he mm-hmm. turns on a, a music box before he leaves. This yeah. this tune that plays is going to be throughout the episode, and that's what the episode is based episode name is based off of. Is a this is a song from Casablanca. Have you ever yeah. seen Casablanca? I have, I have, long time ago. Like, why did you watch it? Uh, film class. <laughs> cool. Okay. Good. Good. Because <laughs> like, I've, obviously, it's a it's a famous movie, and I've kind of been curious mm-hmm. about it, but I've just never been able to bring myself to be like, oh, Casablanca. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a um. It's 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 just part of like film history, I guess, and that's the only reason I watched it. Yeah. And fuck that is what I say. You know how I feel about right. film history. Like we have to cut right. a lot of this podcast out because I get so angry about it. For sure. It comes <laughs> up every episode. It's super weird. Um, but yeah, so the dad puts on this music box and he's, we also see he's wearing like a mysterious pin. Uh, and then the next scene is him heading into like a secret meeting place. He does a special knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a woman named Josie opens the door for him, greets him as Henry. So we get his name. Uh, <laughs> they're like, they're talking like, oh, you nervous? I'm excited about this happening. Blah, blah, blah. Then like a dude in a fucking cloak opens the door sticks his head out he's like uh hey uh josie time to come on in so josie goes into uh into cloak room with this hooded <laughs> druid figure and um uh, and it's like purple velvet too like did, did yeah. you get this from jimmy hendrix or did, he, like, or did you, jimmy you hendrix this, get this from you <laughs> i think that this has this is only allowed to be sold to dnd players that's as far as i know um but so uh Henry's kind of hanging outside. He's pacing back and forth. He's, he wasn't invited in the room. Um, but then there's suddenly there's like screams and cries and, and bangs and sounds that he um, he runs inside. And they are suddenly these, this group of cloaked men. Are, they're trying to exorcise a demon from this woman named Josie. That's what it sounds like anyway. Um, and during all of this kerfuffle, as, as we like to call it, um, somebody starts saying, do not let Abaddon get it. We don't know who Abaddon is, and we don't know what it is, but this is what we hear. Um, this is a this is a hell of a scene. But, <clears throat> this is a hell of a scene. Uh, the note, I think, just to make a note of it because it's going to come up later. The the guy that brought Josie in the room, uh, it, his eyes are bleeding from whatever process. From they must have summoned this demon yeah. somehow, and it went terribly wrong. I am here for old school demon summonings mm-hmm. going dramatically wrong. That is my mm-hmm. that is my shit. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. Am I remembering um, right? Didn't, wasn't there something like a at the end of season four or five where they had to like figure out a weird summoning at H.P. Lovecraft's house or something? Didn't that yeah, happen? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They they were opening a portal or, or some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, um. I, I like I like Abaddon and Josie's body too. Like she's extremely evil looking and creepy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. So while all this is happening, Henry is sort of trying to think on his feet, and we don't know exactly what he's doing because it looks like he's almost like about to cook up a potion or something. He's grabbing ingredients, and he I thought he was starting to ward the door in Anokian or something. Mm-hmm. Um. But what he's actually doing is creating a essentially a portal like uh as we're gonna find out in a second he's about to leap through time through i don't know if he's speaking enoki and it sounds like that that angel language it might not be i don't know um, yeah that, that sort of thing um but yeah he so we see this was 1958 we, we as we were told earlier and then suddenly he he 
does this portal, he bursts through it and falls out of the closet in Sam and Dean's uh, <coughs> so, hotel room. <laughs> sorry, I just... Uh, His, this, I no, just, I, no Hen- Henry, not Dean. Oh, oh, oh um, my bad, my bad, sorry. He falls out of the closet into Sam and Dean's room uh, and he kind of gets up and he says, which one of you is John Winchester? Uh, and then it's uh, smash that title screen and then immediately right back into it and they, they're trying to look, fucking flock his ass up. I, uh, um, r- before we get too far ahead, I just, I just want to go back a minute to the wizard shit that this dude was doing. In the oh room. yeah because i mean they spend a couple of minutes with abaddon like stalking this guy through the these these rooms and the yeah. stores while he is just straight up doing wizard shit on the fly it's like when you you just like activated a cutscene in a video game or something you have to like the boss is stalking towards you you don't have all the skills to beat it yet and how you have to uh put together whatever it, mm-hmm. it felt very much like that where abaddon is getting closer and closer and you can kind of feel that tension even though we don't know anything about abaddon um or i guess it's probably made clear that abaddon is now in josie's body um but we, we don't really know what's going on or what Henry's trying to hide or what he's about to do. So it's all just, it's very tense. It's a really great opening. Really and then is. to have him fall out in front of Sam and Dean and ask for John like that is like, whoa. Because the um, looks that they but, give each other, like Sam and Dean yeah. look at each other like, what the fuck? I am, what what is <laughs> happening right here? Uh, yeah. And of course, they're ex- extremely suspicious of this dude's behavior. And they, they, they kind of have this kerfuffle. They try to cuff him to a uh, to a chair. And uh, mm-hmm. he slips out, and he slips out in such a way so, to yeah. cuff them to a chair. Which it's is incredible. Really like it doesn't make any sense. I don't care because that's like it's just this dude's thing. His you, handcuffs. You know, because he's from 1958, where like everybody's an old timey magician, sure. so they can do card tricks and shit. What, uh, the one thing that does bug me is why would you handcuff somebody to a chair in a hotel room? They could just pick up the chair. It's just, He's just slowing him down. He's just don't slowing know. him down. <laughs> now, hope you find some lions out there, chair boy. Yeah, <laughs> I guess what yeah, is... <laughs> yeah. That's, who knows? So, so he, uh, he he jets out, and uh, mm-hmm. he, he walks outside, and he's kind of bewildered by where he is. He did the, all of these sights and sounds are kind of overwhelming, but he does see the Impala... And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, that looks like something that I would fuck. So he runs over to a <laughs> drive. That looks like something I'd lay on the hood of. <laughs> it's like something I would shoot a calendar on top of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, So he breaks the window, which, man, I... Did you get? Did you like wince when he did that? Yeah, I had like yeah. a moment of like I care about this car too much when that I get happened. chills in like the bad way. Yeah, I don't want you to do that. Yeah, <laughs> stop it, hereditary mom. You're scaring yeah. me. Yes, knock it off. Um, but yeah, he checks the registration to figure out that he's in 2013. Like that's okay. I mean, it worked, but weird move. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, just as he's about to like get into the car after smashing Dean's uh, oh, wait, window, his, his, I guess the Mayans were wrong. Comment by the way, really good. <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, he says, "Oh, it's 2013." I guess the Mayans were wrong. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> um, Pop culture, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was that a thing in 1950? It doesn't matter. Um, so Dean Dean busts him at gunpoint. Um, right in front of the Impala, just as he's about to get in. Yep. Just as he's about to escape. Um, I don't know what Sam's doing. He's crawling into the passenger seat. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, no one's taking a photo shoot on my car. Yeah, this is, this is blocked kind of weird. Uh, but they, they grab him up. They bring him back. They do the, the standard demon and shifter test on him, which he is very familiar with. Like, he's like, oh, I'm not a demon. Like, why would you think that? Um, and then all of a sudden, like, he's, is, is, is it here that he learns that Sam and Dean are, cause I think Dean says, like, I don't know where dad is or something. So he learns that Sam and Dean are, are, are John's kids. Yeah, um, let's see. And it's so, important It's important to remember, too, that 
even though we've talked about it ahead of time and we know that this is uh henry is 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 there's is their grandfather the boys don't know it and the episode hasn't told us yet like we don't know who this dude is it's just a random guy asking for john winchester which is kind of brilliant it's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. yeah i mean the synopsis spoils it but if you don't look at that then you're good um and yeah so i think dean is just like some dude falls out of our closet asking about our dad like wtf frankly uh he says my name's not frankly and what do those letters mean uh also john winchester's winchester's your dad holy shit that's that doesn't make any sense <laughs> sam's looking sam, sam sam looks over and says this dude is old af <laughs> <laughs> lol um, right Dave? lol it's <laughs> like yeah what um so uh just as he makes this revelation i'm suspicious tbh <laughs> <laughs> he's just like what are you saying why are you talking they, in this code they realize they have a coded language of just like a modern internet speak <laughs> except except sam and just keeps keep saying a wall and he's like what does it mean what is, the, is that your code word let him get it what is um, the oh that you're lma yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's got the sweats trying to figure this out <laughs> you just said tbh um, now he's saying tbqh which one is yeah. it he said brb where did he he just left where is he going what's going on he's, now he's back he's right back um so the, so at this point the room starts to shake right uh, yeah this is typical Abaddon kicks in the metaphorical door yeah and uh i actually kind of had a thought that because of the way this was filmed and done like this was very angel-esque to me more than demon-esque yeah. so they get some well 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 i mean she's she's not an angel but she's special <laughs> so uh abaddon comes in um she demands that henry give her whatever it is and he absolutely yeah. refuses and henry is like is this allowed <laughs> sam and dean are very quickly knocked back with the demon forces into the wall which is pretty yeah. standard it's kind of like i got really sick of seeing that shit in like season four but i gotta say seeing these boys go topsy-turvy through the air i was like oh welcome back demons i think it's also because it's uh it, it looks a little like the stunts look a little better too like before it, mm-hmm. it really seemed like there was somebody just being thrown maybe a foot and a half and now it seems like somebody attached a wire to jensen Ackles yeah they got some better him uh, all over the fucking country <laughs> they got some be- better rigging yeah they got the trip mines from spider-man it just somebody uh, learned how to tie a new knot and it's just a whole new level of a uh, whole new level of freak, freak. yeah <laughs> that's exactly right uh while while henry and abaddon are kind of having their back and forth dean pops up with the demon knife and stabs her in the back she yeah. does the typical demon flicker but mm-hmm. notably she does not die she's like mm-hmm. oh wow that's that that that's that kind of itches like that, yeah. that what is that that's no way to treat a lady like she does that kind of stuff um they freak out but since she's weakened for a little bit grabs a knife run jump in the apollo and jet the fuck out yeah. and uh this is where we see abaddon use some 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 demon powers that we have not seen to this point I'm digging this demon power i love this, this is demon some power. cool demon power yeah so um, she uh we've seen the the demons leave and possess a body by using the, the black smoke to go in, in their mouths she lets out just a little wisp of smoke into yeah, the she uh, just like they just like in she inhales a little bit of cigarette smoke and blows it back into this person's mouth yeah She's hotboxing somebody. I think She's hotboxing. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> we hotboxing somebody with her demon soul. Yeah. Um, so she she hotboxes this this hotel uh, mm-hmm. guy and gets like a flashback of Dean and Sam. I'm glad that we immediately in. have established this is called hotboxing. <laughs> I mean, demon hotboxing. Demon hotboxing. What you call she's it? Blowing her black smoke, or she's like sending some of her black smoke into this person's uh, mouth to get at their so memories. Yeah. Demon hotboxing. 
Yeah, and uh, she's able to see, like, flashing before the clerk's eyes everything he just saw, because the clerk just very angrily, like, chased after Sam Dean and Henry as they sped off and, like, I guess didn't pay. I mean, maybe they were, like, about to come right back. You don't know. Fucking settle down, guy. Always get a credit um, card. Always get paid by Winchester before you provide any sort of service. Absolutely. Good. You see just, like, a tall drink of water walk in, you go, hey, I better play it safe. What's this yeah. guy doing in this seedy motel? Money, money up first, hunkerino. <laughs> yeah. You ain't fooling me. <laughs> I need to see the cash. Yeah. Uh, um, I, for as much as I like this demon power, I don't necessarily like the way that we have to see like, cause it's going to happen in a little bit and we see the same thing repeated that we just saw. And I really, that mm-hmm. really aggravates me when shows do that. Uh, yeah. They only need to do it once to show us exactly. Like, yeah. This is what she learns when she, when she does it. Uh, and then we have an idea. So it was, what has just saved everybody time too. Um, but yeah, she, she now learns like she sees that the car license plate probably, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, she gathers information. Yeah, she gets the intel. Um, okay, so now we get back to the boys, uh, and and the elder boy, and the elder boy, Henry, he immediately well, wait, pukes. wait, if this, I mean, it's not going to ever come up again, but we should call hmm. these guys the fam when they're all together, I think. Like I if think that's if, fine. If there's three Winchesters in a room, it's the fam. Like, I think that that's should be fam. a rule. Okay, that's so the fam. the fam, the fam are together, uh, elder fam, Henry pukes. <laughs> um, he says something, I like, um... He says, all of the adventures I enjoy are usually of the literary nature. Um, and that I think that keys us in pretty clearly into to who Henry is. He's already been a bit smarter and whippier than the boys. Um, and I don't know, throughout this, he, I don't know if he's made it yet, but he makes sort of derisive comments against hunters. And he sort of sees them as the, uh, the jocks to his nerds. He straight up um, calls them like animals or monkeys at some point. Like, it's really yeah. derogatory. Uh, he's not a big fan and he explains to abaddon or explains that abaddon came from hell he came from 1958 and they're like uh duh yeah we know about demons you schmuck and he reveals that he's john winchester's father yeah um so we we then cut from there to a diner where dean and sam i'm sorry i think i think uh i don't know maybe it's here at the diner but dean says time traveling through hotel closets or hotel room closets that's 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 what we've come to to. yeah that's right here i love that line (laughs) uh so we go to the diner where dean and sam are kind of talking to the side and chris remind me did we have we ever heard anything about john winchester's family but uh, besides uncle hunter and like the comic book canon that we we, we've come to know and love i don't think so i think we always just saw john as no no yeah yeah, nothing so this is is kind of revealed for the first time um that and if and if we're wrong on that um you can add us by the way that's no problem we are at duckfee tv on twitter so just send all of those corrections that way uh if i don't i can never tell if you're doing that as a joke or you're just like (laughs) mixing it up i just like to mix it up sometimes and and i like to joke so who knows it could be both um But we find out that John's father kind of ran out on him, and he abandoned him, and John had a, a whole lot of anger and resentment towards his father because of this. And huh. and Sam is like, you know, maybe he didn't run out. Maybe he came here. <laughs> maybe he time traveled. And maybe he <laughs> time You would think that, Sam. You <laughs> would think that. <laughs> Sam immediately going to, well, it's got to be the simplest solution. Right? If it's true, it's got to be the simplest solution. Yeah, maybe uh, if I didn't turn off my phone, uh, I, I just didn't have service for a full year and couldn't get any of Kevin's calls. You don't Dean, know. Dean, we're wizards. Man, you know this. We're fucking wizards. This shit happens done, to us. We've done more magic than any living person. <laughs> we, if we didn't know each other, we would probably hunt each other. Yeah. And sometimes we do. Yeah, hey, we do. It's a thing, dude. Um, <laughs> Haven't you watched season seven? It was on, weird. Dude. It was super weird. Uh, so they go back and sit down, and uh, 
Henry is trying to kind of explain what all of this stuff is happening. Uh, Dean, and he kind of introduces himself for the first time too. He's like, I guess you're my grandkids. And he goes for the handshake. Dean coldly ignores it and just hands him a plate of food. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he tells the boys like, Oh, you know, He's, I think the I think Dean's like why, why didn't why didn't the knife kill? He's like oh well, demons can't be killed with normal cutlery. You'll need an ancient demon killing knife from the Kurds. And Dean just yeah. like opens his jacket and is like like this like, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, bitch. What do you think this is, uh, dude? You have no idea where that's from. First of all, uh, suddenly the Kurds are being thrown into this. Like, wait, this me? has just been this has just been aptly named Ruby's knife since season three. <laughs> We've never heard the word Kurd. You can go to the Wikipedia and it says. Dean has never eaten a cheese Ruby's curd before now, knife. much less yeah. knows anything about the curd. And he's like, um, yeah, that's clearly what this is. Thanks. So this should say curd's knife, not Ruby's knife. Get get on the wikia. Change it. <laughs> so Henry explains that, uh, number one, he's very shocked that they have one. Like He's, he's like, where the fuck did you get that? And he's like, oh my god. And then, <laughs> is this allowed? And then is he asks, uh, and then he says, like, hey, I came here for your ritual, and uh, I could just use one to go back, but it, it's going to, number one, take a bunch of ingredients like angel feathers, tears of a dragon, and the sand of time. Because um, I guess he's got a real crush on Bowen Hope in 1958. I don't know where that came yeah. from. Yeah. Uh, plus, he'll need a week for his soul <laughs> to recharge. And uh, Sam is like a lol. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, WTF? OMG. <laughs> Channeling the power of souls? For magic, honestly, I don't know if this ever fucking comes up again. But I'm like, I, I sort of like that idea of that people who are able to do these sorts of things have to. Not that the recharging makes it sound really lame, um, but the idea of like, if you are going to do something that a human shouldn't do, it is going to take a toll, a metaphysical toll on you. Yeah, I like, I like this. I actually like this idea a lot. I, I don't mind the recharging thing. Even it's only when souls are being traded as currency, like in a briefcase, like a la Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. that I get kind of aggravated. But actually having to use a part of your life essence or soul to, to do magic is, I think, is really good. And like, cause that gives you a limit of your power, I think. And you right, have right. to try to artificially extend that with other people's souls. So like, I think that there's a lot of like cool lore stuff you can do there, I think. Um, Definitely. Sam asked about this and Henry is like, well, you're, you, you, you should already know this. What level are you? And they're like, excuse me? <laughs> We're level 37, uh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I've prestige COD 2 it seven times, says Sam. Lol, says Dean. <laughs> Get owned, noob, says Dean. Dude, it's pronounced pwned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking geeks. Uh so he asked. He finally asked the question. So uh, you're men of letters, right? And he's, they're like, "No, we're we're hunters." And I think that's where this whole hunter thing comes from. Uh, he is. He's ex- like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. He is extremely shitty about being a men a man of letters as opposed to a, a hunter. You dog-eared dirt boys. You gotta be kidding me. Oh man, Grandpa Winchester really gives Grandpa some- Winchester <laughs> rolling his chair out. He's really smoking those camel and filters, huh? <laughs> you gotta be goddamn kidding me. <laughs> I've been in the library all night, and you sons of bitches were out in the backyard with the dogs. I don't know what's happening. Chill to me out, right Gramps. Now. OMG. I don't know what's happening to me right now. Let's just move on. Uh, so he's very disgusted. He says about that this. there. He says that there are supposed to be legacies. Um, yes. Not the CW show. 
which I think is a thing. I think that that's what they chose over Wayward Sisters, not to reopen that wound. Um, I don't know, man. I, I saw uh, I saw Homegirl tweeting the other day, and they were I saw Homegirl tweeting, and I'm like, uh, Homegirl was tweeting. Don't be don't be I, teasing me, Homegirl. I'm not. I'm don't not. Be don't be teasing break my heart me. Twice. I'm sensitive. I'm, don't. It's been. I haven't had enough time to recover since the last time you broke my goddamn heart. CW. Yeah. Don't don't be don't yeah. be teasing me. Quit playing games with my heart. Turns out it's so just a Telltale that, video game that got canceled. RIP. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> Imagine a Wayward Sisters video game. I mean, I'd get out of bed for that any day of the week. So Henry tells the boys that they are legacies, and we don't really get like a specific de- definition, but I think it's sort of like my father before me, his father before him, and it was supposed to be passed down to John, your father, and then passed down to to you. But instead, you're dirty, no good, out in the backyard, hunters. So he takes them back to his secret clubhouse, which is now a comic book shop. Yeah. Uh, Dean is pretty annoyed yep. because they, they drove like four hours to get here and the dude didn't really explain anything. Um, he finally, Henry turns around and says like, okay, I'm a man of letter. My father and my father's father were men of letters. We were, and he uses these words, preceptors, beholders, chronicles of all that which man does not understand. Mm. Like, dial it the I, fuck down, Grant. Yeah, I on. also wrote all that down. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, look, there's what you put in your LinkedIn and there's what you tell somebody as a human being. And yeah. what you're doing right now is giving <laughs> me the LinkedIn. Your LinkedIn and your Twitter bio are not the it's same It's not thing. the same fucking thing. Dial it the fuck down. Mine says, please laugh. And I and then I also don't have a LinkedIn, but it doesn't say, please laugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's, if I did, it would, though. Um, My LinkedIn bio is just a picture of your Twitter bio. It's worked really well for me so far. Um, yeah, so he gives them this fucking Edgar Allan Poe spiel about being chroniclers and all this shit. Um, they're they're, they're kind of like the supernatural Illuminati. Yeah, n- notably, they say, he says, like, we, we collected all of this, but we would only share it with specific hunters. And I yeah. actually, I kind of really enjoy this, I- the idea of a group of, cause this is like the Bobby versus the boy situation, because Bobby was an actual hunter, but to have a group of people that's, you know, their whose sole goal is to, you know, chronicle all of this information and then to but don't that are too good to get their hands dirty about it like oh yeah there's 100% demons in the world and we are too scared shitless to come out of our secret club and do anything about it hey Dean you go take care of that for us it's like they only will like uh, give them enough knowledge that that they can go and kill the thing if it becomes a problem Um, and it does sort of in a small way kind of open the door to allow for some like really deep dark magic or or lore whatever that mm-hmm. we have not brushed up against in supernatural and that's why the average run of the day uh run of the mill hunter wouldn't have any idea although as i say that like dean like had pizza with death that feels huge um, <laughs> he's on a first name basis with death yeah <laughs> so yeah. like that's pretty big <laughs> they're straight fucking wizards man but i i see what you're saying like i i this this opens up the idea of like if this is a long-term if the men of letters is a long-term organization this opens up the possibility of there being like a an evil warlock in the 1800s and like some people mm-hmm. trying to combat that in some way like I, that's some shit yeah. that i want to see like I'm, I'm into that definitely definitely so they go so, into the shop uh henry pulls yes. out the box and says like this is what we're protecting i have no idea what's in it uh, they go into the, to the, to the room where they How summon- you open it. You fucking nerd. Seriously. Uh, they <laughs> go into the room where they summon Abaddon and it is totally a comic book shop. Now, uh, Henry tries to use the phone by which I mean, he grabs Sam's phone and yells for the operator, which is not how that worked. Yeah. No. Uh, and so, I don't even think that's how it worked back then, but no, you know. not, definitely not. <laughs> I think he, he thinks it's a walkie talkie, I guess. And yeah. he's like, oh, okay, here we go. Let's just scream at it. 
It didn't doesn't work though. Uh, they borrow the, the, the clerk at the counter is like this punk rock chick and they borrow her laptop, which would literally never happen with anybody. Like I, can you imagine yeah, a stranger? Like, uh, no, no, this employees only. Uh, I don't know if like Dean gives her a look and I don't know if it's supposed to be like, hi, <laughs> sorry. Or if it's like Dean hitting on this girl, I can't tell, but he gives her a look. He definitely gives her a look and I, and I like it a whole lot. Like this is, this is Dean using his charm for, for his, his mm-hmm. advantage. Um, mm-hmm. They find out uh, all of the men of letters on the night that Henry disappeared died in a fire. Uh, specifically, a guy named Albert Mangus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or no, they don't. They find out the Albert Mangus stuff in the next scene because they go to the cemetery where everybody's. Yeah, buried. I think that they they name there's there's it might be his name where uh, Henry realizes like oh that guy never would have been there like this is code like they all died but because this person's name is listed in this article this this was code to let others know that something went wrong yeah albert mangus was like a, a an 1800s like amazing sorcerer wizard he was guy. a druid yeah uh yeah. <laughs> he was totally a druid he built the he built the um the oh fuck Dude, never mind it's I'm funny because you're saying sorcerer and i'm saying druid as if that's like more ridiculous even though that was like druids were real <laughs> yeah and i mean sorcerers are real too chris come on <laughs> read yeah. read my blog everything is explained at uh at greersmagic.com <laughs> Um, yeah, they, so they arrive at the cemetery. Henry sees this grave and realizes, like, oh, this would have been an alias. So they decide to to dig up the body. Um, oh no, Dean sees like a a weird star on a grave, and, and Henry explains that this is the the Men of Letters crest. This is the thing that we've seen. One of the one of the grave markers has a totally different symbol, yeah. and uh, it was one for it was like a Hebrew symbol for speaking to the dead. Yeah, it's the Haitian symbol. Haitian. I don't know why they used Haitian mythology yeah. here, but they did. I took I note mean, of Haitian, it. Haitian stuff has a lot of like roots in voodoo and stuff yeah. like that, so I could it's I could see never like come speaking up to the dead. Yeah, I mean, like this is totally new territory for us, but um, this at least one of my favorite questions in this sh- in this episode, which is when Henry looks at the boys and say, "You boys ever exhume a body?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't even know how to answer. <laughs> Yeah. So overwhelmingly, yes. Uh, back at the comic book shop, Abaddon arrives, uh, mm-hmm. and she does her her demon magic to get uh, not only some extra memories, but also this chick's shirt that says uh, the, devil "The devil made, made me, me do, do it, it," which is pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's always good to get your um, evil villains into pop culture merch. Yes, <laughs> that's what I always say. So they, they, Although I do, I do like I like Abaddon's whole look. Even like part like of me is like, why? Do, yeah. Why does she want to be like a biker chick? I don't like it. It works. Although when I start to think about it, I'm like, she. I don't know. But why? You know what? You know what, Chris? Why wouldn't she want to be a biker chick? Let's Seriously. just dial it back. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you, if you like walk into a new world, right, and you start seeing fashion, mm-hmm. like the first thing I'm going to do is like try to ditch my my shitty blue jean jacket and my shitty plaid jacket that I have on top of that to get like a cool like jacket that will give me plus two in street cred. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. You need that plus two street cred. So uh, Sam and Dean have dug up the body. Inside is a is a dead body from World War One. Somehow, yeah. Henry doesn't like, recognize. Uh, do you guys have any uh, World War One vets in your crew, <laughs> in your squad? Uh, this leads to this thing where they see, think that one of his old buddies, Larry, uh, mm-hmm. who we will find out later is the guy that had the bleeding eyes during the summoning ceremony, uh, used this as an alias so that he could escape uh, like notice, so he could live on because he escaped throughout right. here. He didn't want people right. to find him. 
Uh, I feel like this is the most poorly explained part. I don't. I got lost somewhere in all of these like corpses. Ex- they just start like like oh, there's clues in graves so that if you know <laughs> if someone ever dies, if we all die, there's a fake body and, and it'll lead to the clue. Like what? All right. <laughs> I don't understand. Doesn't matter. Does OMFG have to do with graves, Sam? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> what is what does the OMF mean? <laughs> Are those like coordinates? Is that part of the code or? <laughs> Forget it, Henry. Forget it. It's fine. OMFG. Uh, everybody's chilling out at the hotel later. Uh, Henry starts whistling the the tune that he used to play for John. Sam immediately recognizes it and says, oh, yeah, Dad used to s- just to hum that every once in a while when he wasn't humming Led Zeppelin or... <laughs> just a theme from Casablanca. Just a theme from Casablanca. An established thing that John Winchester likes. And he does. Um, like, like Henry tells a story, right? And says, like, yeah. oh, hey, you know, I took him to this movie. He really loved it. Like, he came home and he had to listen to it or watch it. So I, I got him this music box. It's a very sweet story. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's it's nice that John was still whistling that 20-something years later. Yeah, definitely. Also, it was around this part that I um, took note of Sam's haircut. Oh, uh, let's check in. I don't, th- I don't think it was necessarily this episode, but I think I took it for granted that at the beginning of season eight, his hair was extremely long, yes. and now it's back down to normal Sam Winchester length. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, it, he, he, he sorted it out. He sorted it out. It's not fucking shoulder length anymore. Uh. Dean's doing some homework. He finds that Larry lives on some campus or something. I don't I don't know where Larry lives. Uh, Sam finds out in Dad's diary that he wants to talk to a demon that worked for Abaddon. And Abaddon is one of the four knights of hell. Yeah. Uh, but they were all supposedly killed by angels during some random war. Which obviously yeah. he's not. Uh, and we get some more lore on Dad's diary, Chris. How do you f- how do you yeah. feel about this expansion of the of the Dad's diary lore verse? It's it's funny because it, when you think about how little we've actually ever seen inside of this fucking thing, I'm like, I guess that could have been this way the whole time. How would I have known? We only got to see it like twice in season one. It seems weird that these guys never would have noticed the H uh, HW on this thing. Is all yeah, I'm there's just, it's just like folded behind a piece of paper. <laughs> They never bothered to move and all of their... They just never bothered to move that piece of paper and be like, hey, isn't it weird that this isn't Dad's initials? <laughs> Maybe he stole this from, a you know, Henry Weaver, that guy from Night Court. Yeah. I don't think that's that's his name, but whatever. I have no idea. Uh, so the story on this is that he had ordered... He sees this journal and they say like, oh, hey, this is this is a journal. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I, I misread. Uh, well, yeah, what are you talking about? Henry notices that Sam and Dean are using this diary, Dad's diary, mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and asks about it. And he's like... And, Sam says, well, you must have kept stuff in diaries as well. And he said, actually, I just ordered one right before I left. It was scheduled on to be Amazon.com on- <laughs> in, in 1958. <laughs> Amazon.com. It was supposed to arrive. And then he flips the page up and sees his initial. And that's a fact. So, yeah. He so, was like, I don't have prime shipping. So, <laughs> with only a couple of days. And, you know, it got to USPS. It was not good back then. They were still riding horses for some reason. I don't know what was going on. Um, they, uh, so. I think this is this is pretty interesting. Like I, I like this, but also if John was so mad at his father that he just was angry all these years, why would he save this like shitty di- diary? But uh, also, he's still, it works. He's I still, still little, I don't care about it. So he's a little daddy's boy, you know. He was still he was he was angry at his dad, but he was missing him, just like Dean. Hey, hey, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Uh, so Henry asked us if he could read this thing, and. Uh, once he once he realizes it's the one that he ordered, uh, he realizes that he's probably not going to make this out alive. Uh, and then Dean has this speech where he basically like runs through the Winchester family history. 
mm-hmm. of what John had to go through uh, as a single dad, as a as a, a man whose wife was killed by a demon, and then he was killed by the same demon years later. Uh, trying to raise these kids, you know, trying to hunt these demons, trying to start this family business, which was, you know, a super crackers in California. The franchise just kept yeah. failing. They never got it off the ground yeah. for some reason. Had to go right back to hunting. Uh, it's it was, and so Henry is kind of. I, I, number one, like in all seriousness, the way Dean gives this speech gives me fucking chills, man. Like I, it yeah. is hearing him repeat these facts, fucking like is is it, so good. It makes it so sounds so tragic yeah. when it's fi- like when it's laid bare by one of them because they they do talk about stuff, but it's always like, man, dad did blah blah blah. But it's when it's Dean telling somebody else their family history and how like dark and and torn up it is, um, that it immediately takes me back to to season one. That's where I feel like these emotions are the strongest because it's, you know, it's, we're being introduced to them for the first time. Um, and there is something very, it's for me, very nostalgic about season one. It's probably because I've watched it 800 times. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But Dean's, you know, lines here took me right back there. And it, yeah, it gives you chills. And there's a there's kind of an unreserved anger at this because you can see the 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 dots connecting into lines with Dean. Well... John's dad abandoned him and John grew up like this. And that's the reason that John abandoned me and Sam the times that he did. And so he sees a direct through line and that this is uh, Henry's Henry's fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry says like, no, I had to leave. I had to do this. This I had no choice. And Dean has this line where he says like, I, it, it's nice of you to tell yourself that, like keep telling yourself that. Uh, what do you think about this scene where Henry reads the diary and kind of goes through all of the experiences that John Winchester had? Well, first of all, let me say, uh, you keep telling yourself that is a very, uh, very Dean Winchester, Winchester line. Very Winchester. It's, a very, you, it's better than the family said those exact things to Sam and probably Castiel. But I know I've heard verbatim him say, you keep telling yourself that. Um, and it's, it's a, that's a very Dean Winchester line for some reason. And I, that, that also struck me. It's the fucking Winchester um, family motto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, also, he says your responsibility was to your family, not to some glorified book club. And then he storms out. Um, and then, yeah, we see uh, we see Henry sort of flipping through the the diary. Um, is this where we see like pictures of like dragons and stuff that uh, John drew in there? Yeah, yeah. And the, <laughs> the Wikipedia helpful helpfully pointed out that uh, in the dragon episode from last season, they they specifically say that there was no mention of dragons in the in the diary. Very cool, very but, cool. But he actually drew a picture of one. Maybe yeah, he was well, just doodling. Who knows? He was just doodling, dude. Yeah. Don't even fucking get on his case about it. There's, it's not a look, big deal. It, it, just because he has eight pages of sexy werewolves does not mean he fucked a werewolf. That's all I'm saying. Right? Like, he's just That's gonna be not, doodling. Just be like a stroke. Oddly enough, it is in a different handwriting. The mm-hmm. the segment about mm-hmm. uh, werewolf fucking. That's a little um, weird. Yeah. <clears throat> so he he looks in. We see him kind of like it, time passes. He looks in at sleeping Sam and Dean, um, and then in the morning they wake up and uh, Henry's gone. Um, they're like, you know, Sam's like quickly getting up, trying to you know rouse Dean so they can they can get going, trying to figure out what's going on. And then we see Henry going into just kind of like a, a new age store, I guess, because he is trying to buy um, Tears of a Dragon and the Sands of Time. Um, and he starts getting sort of aggressive because he thinks that there's supposed to be some some code here, some back and forth because she uh, the 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 clerk at this store has you know symbols, magic symbols in the window, but it's clearly all just like hokey, you know whatever um and <laughs> Henry gets a little angry. She pulls a gun on him. Hell yeah, girl. Um, That's exactly what she should do in this situation. He grabs some uh, chamomile powder, whatever it is, and mm-hmm. he like does a spell and blows it in her face, and she falls asleep. 
Um, and I guess he's able to to collect what he needs because <laughs> at some point in here, it's revealed that he stole the angel feathers from the Impala's trunk. How many? Because how many because angel of, angel feathers I, are in the trunk of the Impala? Interesting. <laughs> what? Um, how did they get there? How many are did in Castiel there? come up at some point so that Henry knew that there would be angel did, feathers? Did in he the just trunk? explore the the trunk of the Impala and just find a feather and sniff it yeah. and be like this is definitely angel? This is definitely angel and something else familiar <laughs> it's, it's, and it's, yet it's angel. <laughs> it's angel in a craft IPA smell. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder what this is all about. <laughs> Somebody was getting a little drunk with an angel. That's yeah, this interesting. Yeah. And this beer must cost like seven ninety nine. Dean's fucking craft beer thing. Oh, so yeah. Uh, Dean figures this out pretty quickly because the of the angel feather. Uh, and then they decide to to split up. Sam goes to interview this dude, Larry. Uh, there's this real lengthy interview scene that kind of cuts back and forth between um, Dean dealing with Henry and Sam interviewing this guy. Uh, so. Sam is interviewing this dude. Larry says that Abaddon was like a hired gun and he was lucky to make it out alive. She, she blinded him for it. Um, he, he says that the box is the key to every single piece of knowledge the men of letters have ever collected. Every spell, scroll, everything collected for the thousand years. And then he refers to it as wow. the supernatural mother load. Yeah, which is like, the, you're not allowed to say the name of the show. It's it's the worst <laughs> thing. Yeah. I hate it. I hate, the, I hate the word mother load in general. So I'm just not into it. <laughs> Don't like it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, well, that's what Henry found in the backseat next to the angel feather was Dean's mother load. <laughs> That's a little bit of a. Uh, Sounds like he found okay. his angel load. Am I right? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, Bazinga, right. everybody. Bazango. <laughs> um, so uh, Dean catches up to Henry right about now. Right. Uh, right about now, and Henry is trying to jet back in time. Um, and Henry says that that Dean was right. That he owes it to John to go back and, and try to be a father because family is what's important, not this this quest. Um, he wants to go back one hour before Abaddon shows up uh, and then fix everything. But Dean's like, "Yo, my dude, you could fuck up the whole future." Yeah, uh, we may not you're exist. Not my dad. <laughs> and as yeah, much as as much as I hate my life, I kind of want to keep existing. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "Hey, yeah, me and Sam, mouth breathing hunters, uh, we stopped the apocalypse." And Henry's like, "But they're." maybe there won't be one if i do this like bitch there wasn't one anyway we stopped it i just told you (laughs) we go back to larry and sam uh larry is telling uh sam like okay here's some coordinates you should take this box you should take this key throw the key into this and then close the door behind you and lock it and that'll be safe for all time and of course sam is like but 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 my books i want to read all these cool ass books i want to read all these diaries yeah yeah, uh, it's here that it's we we learn that Larry's wife, aka caretaker, aka woman that's been standing in the room for this entire time, it's a lady. Is, yeah, uh, is Abaddon possessing somebody. Mm-hmm. So she mm-hmm. quickly knocks out Sam and uh, and calls Dean and says, "Hey, I'll give you Sam if you give me Henry and the key." And Dean is like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Gonna do that. Be, right, be there in a few." <laughs> Uh, Henry starts doing the spell thinking like nothing could possibly stop them from doing it. And Dean just walks up to him and puts him in a sleeper hold, which is pretty legit. <laughs> just a classic hunk move right there. Could've, Sorry, grandpa. Could have just stabbed him with the demon knife, but you know, Dean actually respects his own family blood a little bit too much for that. Yeah. 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 At least we have that. Um, 
So yeah, now it's time to now it's time to make a deal. <laughs> or does Henry Henry wake up in in, in uh, Dean's car now? In the Impala, yeah. Just wakes yeah. up. Is like, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> you dirty hunter! You get back in the yard. He just wakes up and says, "OMG!" And Dean's like, "Good, good, good going, Gramps. Pick hey. it up. You're doing yeah. good. Good job. Good job, buddy." Uh, um. So Dean starts to give it to him. He says, when my dad died, I couldn't save him, no matter how bad I wanted to. And I never want to have that happen to Sam, ever. If there's a chance that I could save him, I'm going to do it. He's my brother. He's the only family I got. And I was immediately like, Dean, where where is this bit? Writers, where has this been? Why has it this been like this like, the whole time? This fucking um, pathos, man. This is great stuff from Dean, like explaining it, his whole situation with Sam. This This is great. It just suddenly was like, Oh, I, I loved it so much that I was like, why couldn't, why, you could have done the mysterious purgatory stuff. You could have had Sam, like, trying to live a double life with Amelia, and then, like, like I just started, my mind was racing with, like, maybe Amelia didn't know about all this stuff, and then suddenly, uh, Sam up and leaves to go join Dean again, and, and it causes relationship trouble, and blah, 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 and I, I mean, I guess that's what Dean did with, with Lisa already, but I just, my mind was spinning, um, just thinking, like, I'm so happy to hear Dean say these words. Why, why couldn't we have said them? And it's this and whole it's, season. It's really good to hear. Like, it's it's a it's a valid reason for Dean, and it's Dean admitting that he has this thing with Sam that he's going to try yeah. to protect him no matter what. Uh, apparently, he's forgiven the whole Kevin and Amelia thing, so that's good. Yeah. It's good to know that all yeah. that's in the past. I just, um, yeah, I I feel like there doesn't need to be strife. I mean, obviously, I feel this way. There doesn't need to be strife between the brothers for the show to work. Think of all the interesting thing that's, things that are happening right now with the tablet, um, with the angel stuff, um, just the regular hunts. Like, there's – and now time-traveling, men of letters, all this stuff. There's There are big things happening in Season 8 that we didn't need to fill time with the boys – being shitty to each other like when i think about like sam standing outside the impala being like i might be that hunter that gets benny like i dial it back brother let's we don't need this we don't we don't, we we don't need, need any this, of it yeah. and now it's like the show is like yeah we don't uh we don't need any of that we're we don't, gonna we just, don't actually need any of that yeah thanks please for, forget about all of thanks it. for making my two favorite characters remember a bunch of less interesting times in their lives i appreciate that yeah. that was a good time for me dope cool. uh, so they they arrive at this at this swap uh so they it's a I mean, I made a mar- I made a, I didn't make, I meant to make a note about this, but uh, I think this was our first dry pipe factory. Like it was very, very like dry, very arid, very arid. arid. In there. No, yeah. no wet pipes around. This is strictly dry no, pipes only. Not a single drip to be dropped. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so he puts the the box into um, Henry's pocket. Henry is cuffed at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, he he tells Abaddon like, "You send him, send Sam this way. I'll send Henry that way." They do so. Um, in the middle, Sam kind of like says something to Henry, and I thought it was going to be a good twist. It wasn't. Um, as soon as they get, as soon as Sam gets over to Dean, they start trying to leave, and Abaddon immediately betrays them and closes the door in front of them. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does, I think Sam is just like, sorry, Henry. <laughs> yeah. Um. As uh, as Henry <laughs> as Henry approaches uh, Abaddon, she literally punches a hole in his stomach, which seems very mm. vicious. I had mm-hmm. a moment here that I thought that he had swallowed the key, and that's the way she was going to retrieve it. I thought mm. that was going to be pretty baller, but no, she's just punching a hole in his she stomach. She put no a reason. big ass hole in his yeah. stomach, um, and then we get like the flashback to them in the car, and Dean's like, "All right, you're going to go along with my plan, eh? You might get punched in the stomach and die, but." <laughs> 
Well, we it, right before that we see uh, uh, him shoot her in the head, and that he's yeah. not carrying the box; he's carrying a deck of cards. So. Yeah, he did his little he does a little handcuff trick that he mm-hmm. did on the boys earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he gets out of his handcuffs and just casually uh, shoots Abaddon in her face. I like I like this a whole lot. So that Dean and and Henry kind of set this whole thing up. They drew a devil's trap onto a bullet. Uh, which ap- apparently, when you shoot a demon with it, will kind of lock their powers in. Goof- goofy shit. I'm into it. We see this thing. She can't leave the body. She tries to do her her little her uh her hot boxing trick, and that doesn't work. And she's freaking out. Like, why why can't she leave? She's yelling and screaming. This is actually kind of legit. Like putting a bullet, putting a devil's trap on a bullet to lock a demon in. I think is kind of cool. Yeah, it's like just locked her into her head, which yeah. is really weird. Um, also, that's going to hurt when she stops possessing Josie, is all I'm saying. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, it reveals all this, and, and they're like, okay, yeah, now we are going to carve up this woman's body like it's the fucking Black Dahlia murder, and we're going to just uh, bury her in a lot of different places so that Abaddon can't fucking get out. Like, she's not dead, but she is trapped in a brain and doesn't have a body. Yeah, and there's a very cool moment of him just, like, straight up of Dean straight up chopping this chick's head off, which is really fun. Yeah. Good, yeah. good CGI here. I like it's it. very brutal. Mm-hmm. All of this is very, very dark. But it uh, works. It's good, you know, it's effective. Meanwhile, Henry's laying on the floor. Uh, Dean and Sam, like, get down with him, and, and he, he holds each of their hands uh, and he apologizes for being so harsh on him and says, like, they're, they're Winchesters, and as long as Winchester's alive, there's still hope. Um, and he says that he would have been, he never got to know his son, John, but he knows he would have been proud of John having met Sam and Dean. And I'm like, Henry, that is not true, my man. You, you don't know not. anywhere near the depravity that John has. You have yeah. to, we have to talk about Uncle Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Just put him in the back you know, of the car. Put him in the back, in the back of the car. <laughs> Put the car and drive. Right, go. right, right off the cliff. Right the <laughs> uh, they bury him, which is nice. Uh-huh. They don't give him the hunter's burial, but they bury no, him. No, they bring him over to his uh, his pal's graveyard mm-hmm. um, and bury him next to all his friends. Put a kind of uh, a shitty looking cross with the, the middle letters insignia on it. Um, and this is where Sam brings up Cupid and how heaven to quote him, busted ass to get the Winchesters and the Campbells together and how, you know, this has all been some weird cosmic fate, and like, of course, uh, our grandfather or our dad's family was wrapped up in this somehow too. It wasn't just you know our mom's family. And Dean is like, takes a big old drag of his cigarette. He says, "All I see in our family tree is a whole lot of dead." And then he flicks a cigarette and he walks away. And Sam goes, <laughs> "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> OMG Stone Temple Pilots start playing that one song yeah. from the Crow soundtrack <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I Sam refers to this as brains and brawn like because the, the Campbell family mm-hmm. were obviously hunters the Winchester now it's revealed to were, were uh, men of letters or like the academics of the supernatural world so trying to mush all those together into into two hunky beings is obviously what the what the what heaven was has been looking for this whole mm-hmm. time uh, I I am so torn on this um, because mm-hmm. I I don't yeah I know um, did you did you hear that MIDI version of torn that someone posted in our Discord the other day I don't think I did <laughs> it was not good don't go don't go <laughs> seek it out it was not great um, anyway the uh, I, I, on one hand I, I like this from a lore perspective like this opens up the the world a little bit. Uh, yeah. On the other hand, uh, we're not really going to explore some of this history with the Winchesters, like their their actual bloodline. 
um, that I know of. Like, we're not going to go. Uh, real, yeah, I'm not aware of d- it. D- deep into that, and um, I, that's really if we're going to do this, that's what I want to see. I want I want some. Mm-hmm. I, I want like Sam to be reading a, a book and to like that he has found from the middle letter, men of letters archives and like telling Dean, man, you got to hear this. And then it's 40 minutes of like a 19, like a 1700 story yeah. about a Winchester. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> Just a there one-off. Was a, there was a period of time where, uh, we were led to believe that Sam was, uh, among the, the chosen, uh, of Azazel's army or whatever, but he wasn't like the chosen one. He was just one of several options. Um, and then they, they kind of already like, you know, rewrote all that, right? They, that, that's no longer like he was the chosen one. He was the special one. He was Lucifer's vessel. Him being like Azazel's general was kind of a, a, a side thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think the what I, what I always took away from that, and 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 send us your lore theories, everybody. Monsterweek.cool slash contact. What I've always taken away from that is that the Yellow Eyes uh, didn't was going through this plan to set up some some prodigal child to you know to lead the demons, and other plans were in motion for you know Sam to be the uh, vessel for Lucifer. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was it, the Yellow Eyes was almost operating without full information and not realizing what he was doing by getting Sam ready almost. So that's the, right, that's right, the way right. all that shit got. Now, now we don't have to worry about it anymore. That's right. what I'm saying. Part of me is almost like if, if they didn't do the Cupid thing, it, it would still be very much like this isn't fate. This is circumstance. Cause it was all like, um, well, with all the seals breaking and, and stuff like that. And, you know, an honorable man falling in hell and like Dean, you know, doing that. And, um, it feels like there could have still been a way for it just to have been uh chance almost that they ended up as they were. But I think in the end, obviously they, they are the special ones. They were, they were the chosen ones for this particular event. Um, and obviously at the time when we were watching those episodes, I didn't, I didn't dislike that or anything like that, but um, it's just something that, you know, it sticks out and we're a little bit further away. And as they sort of edge back into it with, with something like this, it, it brings all that to the surface again. Yeah. Uh, the final scene that plays out is Dean taking out this key and the the musical notes to as time goes by start playing that we we heard mm-hmm. from the from the music box and John Winchester was a key uh, was a kid excuse me um, and that's the end of the episode and I think yeah. here's if you're gonna do a time travel story uh, I don't like to leave it messy where there's a lot of like well this would have affected the timeline this way. I really enjoy how this specific episode does time travel in a real neat like tie a bow around it kind of way. Yeah, it's uh, he's just like yeah, no. This is what is always. This always has happened. <laughs> yeah, the it, it, of it, it fits in with the past. Like it doesn't muck about with like continuity or anything. Like, and that's what mm-hmm. I really kind of. If you're going to do time travel, I would prefer it to be this way as opposed to multiple timelines or anything like that. And I enjoy that stuff too. I'm a, I'm a big t- time traveling kind of nerd, but this works for me in a really, really like satisfactory way. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Besides, just like this is a great episode. I don't really know what else I have to say about it. I'm, I'm, I'm really into this one. Yeah, this felt like uh, good old fashioned classic, uh, classic supernatural, uh, but with a, a fun twist. And yeah. it, it looks like our next episode is just going to lead us straight to um, finding wherever this location is. Sam got those coordinates, so they're, mm-hmm. I presumably are, are going to go there. The, uh, the next episode is is. Like I, I remember watching it as it came on and going like, "Oh my god, this is one of my favorite episodes from now on." Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really hopeful that it's going to uh, stand up to the taste, the taste of test of time. The taste um, of time. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, man. 
uh, and just as a as a little preview for that episode, the the catch the, the tagline is Sam and Dean face off against a golem. <laughs> what? Golem? Golem? <laughs> am, um, am I saying that weird? No, I was coughing as if it were the the Lord of the Rings character, but it's just Gollum, like from from uh, from Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah, from Lord. Of the, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's definitely that guy. Yeah, uh, they got that that actor back to do the the weird bendy arms thing. To do the weird bendy arms thing, as they Andy call it, Cir- Andy Circus to do mm-hmm, the bendy mm-hmm. arms thing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna face off against a golem or Gollum, probably Golem. Now that I'm saying mm-hmm. that out loud, mm-hmm. I'm seeing that hearing that hearing the difference in that and thinking Golem. Uh, are we ready? Are we ready to get out of here? Yeah, I don't know what's going on right now, but Me I either. think I'm that just, we, just we stuck the landing as usual. I uh, I should not have had that cup of coffee right before this podcast, because it, <laughs> it got me real fucking off the rails. Uh, if you like this episode, you can go to patreon.com slash monster of the week and kick us a couple of bucks per month. You can get all kinds of cool new stuff there. If you're already doing that, thank you very much. Uh, if you don't have some cash to kick in every month, we totally understand. Uh, maybe tell a friend about the show or leave an iTunes review or put it out on Twitter that you like it. Uh, we've had a lot of people doing that recently and a lot of people like going through the backlogs and letting us know about it. And I'm way into that. So yeah, thank you, yeah. everybody that's doing that. We love seeing people doing that, so it's really cool. Chris, where are you at on Twitter nowadays? I am at Local Bones on Twitter. I'm at JG Greer. You can talk to the podcast at MOTWCast. We'll be back next week with a golem? A golem? <laughs> trying to throw you off i was just like trying to act like i thought it was lord of the rings like i knew it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) i had no idea what was happening right there so that'll be a good episode that'll be a fun one yeah that was that was good stuff all right save we did it i'm not even hungry that's how fucked up my body is yeah i haven't decided what to eat yet my options are like hot pockets or like dominoes uh uh I do love me some dominoes. That's alright. Makes me sick every time, but I do love me some dominoes. It's greasy as hell, man. I'll tell you that much. Howdy. You ever do that thing where you've just been sitting in a chat room alone by yourself for so long that you forget that you were in a chat room? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you have the dulcet tones of Chris Mosier just singing in your ear? Saying howdy in your ear. That scared the hell out of me, Chris Mosier. Sorry about the wait. Okay, all good. You, you feeling okay? Yeah, if I have to, if I have to get up, I'll, I'll just shout. I have to poop, and then I run away. <laughs> that'll, make, that'll make some good, uh, good outtakes right there. Let me tell you. Yeah, right in the goddamn nipple. Oh, I was fine all day, and I like just got home. I was like, I'm gonna eat some dinner, and oh, that's nature had other plans. What uh, did you, was it after you ate something or before you ate something? Just before I ate something. That sucks. Yeah. Whatever. Some sort of reflux? I don't know. I don't know. what the, I was like, I got really sick after the wedding, but I was, I figured, you know, I drank significantly. So it's makes sense. Like, but I got more sick than is normal, I think. So I'm, I don't know. Maybe I have something. Maybe I have a little bug. I don't know. Mm. I went to, uh, I went to the dentist the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have an issue where I grind my teeth, so my my teeth are a little eroded. 
and uh, it was a new um, dental hygienist. And so she was going through like the usual motions of questions I've already answered like a thousand times at this place. And uh, mm-hmm. she's like, "Would well, you do you have a little acid reflux in your sleep?" And I was like, "I, I mean, I don't know. I'm sleeping. I don't, I don't know yeah. how to answer that. <laughs> like, I def- <laughs> my my wife says I don't burp in my sleep. I guess I don't. She's never commented on it. That seems like a thing that she would mention. Uh, but this this chick did the thing where. Like there's there's always like the 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 trope of the over talkative dentist, mm-hmm. and one thing I really like about my dentist is he doesn't he barely even looks at my teeth like he'll like my, he lets the dental hygienist like point out problems and he just comes in and looks at the problems and it's like are, are your teeth okay and I'm like yeah and he's like all right man see you next time and this turns around and leaves like barely <laughs> acknowledges me as a human being and I'm totally fine with it. Uh, but this chick was new and she just wanted to talk about everything. Oh. Like she started telling me about, uh, like you know, oh, you got to brush the bottom teeth first. Sometimes you need to brush without this. You know, people think people think that you should always use toothpaste for your gums, but you know that's why it's called toothpaste because it's for your teeth. And I'm like, she's got her fingers uh-huh. in, her, in her mouth while I'm while, while she's telling me this, and I'm like, dude, I'm 37 goddamn years old. I can think I could figure out that toothpaste is for teeth. Like this is not a hard thing to figure out. Fuck is wrong with you? Seriously, <laughs> it was it was too much. That sounds like it. I don't need that much talking when people have their finger in their mouths. No, absolutely not. Frankly, that's ridiculous. It is extremely ridiculous. Oh, so I have a very um, it's a very typical type of a uh, first word pro- first world problem type scenario here. Um, like it's the most up my ass problem I could have is that uh, Viz Media was nice enough to be like, "Hey, we're going to send you the final volume of Bleach," um, just like just because you like it. And I was like, "I do like it. I've been buying it since I was 14. Sure, <laughs> like, yeah. this that's really awesome. Thank you so much." Um, but it came out two days ago, and uh, it still isn't here. <laughs> so I'm a little miffed that this free gift <laughs> that they decided to give me is uh, running a little late. I uh I think Vader had that problem with God of War. Uh I think he he won a copy from somebody and uh uh-huh. like and he was like I you know I I had to cancel my pre-order cuz I I just want a copy and I didn't want to spend the money. Right, that's what I did with Bleach. Yeah, so he's yes. like I I want to play the I would have already just bought the game if they would just send it to me on in, on time. Yeah. And they've sent me stuff before and it's always been on like release day. So I was like hell yeah, let's do this. But it no, there's 2 days now, no sign of it. So hopefully it's not like forgotten because they've all gone to New York Comic Con like as a company now. So um, if it doesn't show up in like two days, I'll just be like, "Hey, <laughs> uh, never mind. I'm just gonna buy it. All good. Just tricked." Yeah, guess you uh, you just fucking played me. No big deal though. <laughs> you got you got vizzed. <laughs> yeah, I just got fucking vizzed all over my face. Vizzed all over my face. <laughs> Not appropriate. It's very good, though. Very good. (sighs) How was the wedding? Was it exciting? Uh, Good. Yeah, we had fun. We had a good time. Did anybody really interrupt it? Huh? Did anybody interrupt it? No, nobody interrupted it. Uh, It. uh, Yeah, I got to check into the hotel early, which was like the thing that I was worried about because it was like just as in the wedding party, I got to drop her off. And then, then what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm far from home. There's like nothing around. Sit on your I mean, dead ass for how long? So, which is what I did. But I found we because the, the wedding started at four. Jess had to be there at like nine in the morning. Um, but I couldn't check into the hotel till three. Um, thankfully, there was early check in, which was at 
noon, which cut out a couple hours. So then I was at least able to just like sit in a hotel room by myself and play on my phone and like not worry about making awkward small talk with uh, the other boyfriends who were stuck in the same scenario that I was in. But yeah, we had a good time at the actual wedding. It was like the perfect weather. It was outside. I got married under a tree. It was very, um, it was very good. Was that the tree that you took that picture of you and Jess at? The wow, found um, on Twitter. A different tree, same location. Cool. Good, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> you guys are just way too fucking photogenic. You got to dial that shit down. It's uh, it was just the lighting. That's all it is. I had a uh, had lunch with my father in law, Autumn's dad. And um, he's told fan me of the show, he, friend, friend of the show, fan of the show. Yeah, he's told me several times uh, that he he listens to it, and now that uh, he has access to the early feed, he listens to it twice. So he listens to That's it on Monday and Thursday. Magnificent, um, which is which is great, and we really appreciate that. Uh, but he was telling me, he's like, man, and you know that Chris, that's a handsome guy. And I was like, yeah, Chris is, is a good looking <laughs> dude. He goes, you know, I've shown. I've shown his picture to to some friends of mine, and, and you know, all those women say, "Ooh, he's handsome." And I was like, "Oh yeah." And I was, it's, he goes, "Yeah, you know how women do when they make that ooh noise, don't you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I know the noise." <laughs> do you ever show many pictures of me, Mark? <laughs> what about me? <laughs> You're married, Jeremy. You're a married man. Look, just because I'm married doesn't mean I, doesn't mean I don't need appreciation from time to time. Sometimes a man needs a ooh wee, Chris. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I assume these are these are older women because uh, much like Sam Winchester. Older women have always uh, liked me. Yeah, it's because they can just see like my um, my boyish insecurity. I think that's really what comes through for them. <laughs> they just want to teach you the ways of the world. Yeah, I, I'm technically an adult, but I have um, the the brain of a, of a teenager who needs to be nurtured, and I think that satisfies a certain. <laughs> they just they just want to come over and fold your laundry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come over and bleach your whites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ooh. Sandra! Whoa. How dare you? <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed That's... to take those se- to watch those separately, Sandra. Thank you. <laughs> Apologies those to any Sandras that are, that are out there. Sorry, by the way. Sandra. <laughs> sorry, Jess. <laughs> also, sorry, Jess. <laughs> um. Yeah, the wedding. Uh, the wedding was fun. It was okay. nice. Um. Obviously, I turn everything into a stressful situation that doesn't need to be. But every, I mean, everyone around me knows this, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, I try to make up for it with good humor. <laughs> I don't know how many people think I'm funny. That is, that is the only other kind of like downside to this was I was spending a lot of time in between with guys who didn't think I was funny, and that's a big old that's a big old no no. That's the only way I survive in an awkward situation is just f- trying to find some some cord between us to, to just a little chuckle, a little inside joke sure, that yeah. we can now establish. The last wedding I went to, we had a co- I had just this this guy I had to sit with. We made a couple inside jokes, and it was like this is you know we don't know how to talk to each other because we don't know each other. We haven't started drinking yet so there's not the you know the lubrication uh but we can we can grab onto something and then just keep repeating it as many times as we can because this is our thing now and this saves us from having to speak but these other these other gentlemen just didn't seem quite as uh responsive to to that line of um of thinking so i i sort of just uh wandered off with my hands in my pockets pretending to look at scenery like oh a lake i've been here for three hours but indeed look at that lake (laughs) I, I just uh, like this is a long way to say that they're just humorless assholes, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. they don't laugh at your jokes. What are they fuck are they laughing at? It's true. Like, uh, do you guys not know that I have a supernatural podcast? For real, <laughs> it's famous. How was your How was your weekend? Did you guys get up to anything? No, not really. Um, 
what did I do this weekend? It's actually been since we were, we're on our Thursday energy or Wednesday energy. I don't, I don't. I have no fucking clue what day it is. Yeah. Um, don't forget to do art tonight, by the way. <laughs> I'm gonna. So I'll last, last week I remembered just as I, I put my bookmark in my book, folded it, went to turn the light out and I got, Oh, <laughs> I was charging my iPad for a reason. <laughs> and That's it's what this I was reason. doing. But I, uh, I didn't even get my iPad out. I like pulled out my phone in the dark, Googled like, um, uh, men's fashion magazine. Sure. The first thing that showed up was a picture of Aha, like the band. Perfect. Um, and I was like, "That's what? Yep, yes, sir. That's what I'm using." Um, and I just like pulled some pictures of the boys, of the guys. Excuse me, because it was um, Castiel was there as well. Yeah. Uh, just pulled those up, and then I I sent it to you like five minutes later. I was like, "Here we go. Somehow this worked." It's actually almost easier to do. Uh, or it's easier to erase stuff, which is like the primary thing that I do when I make podcast art is just erase. Um, it's way easier to do on the phone because it's like more sensitive to your finger. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think the iPad is expecting a, uh, a stylus or something. So it worked out, but I gotta, I just gotta fucking remember. It doesn't take long at all, but I forget. Don't have to understand, dude. Don't worry about it. Because I got, I went that one week that I did like three or four five yeah yeah <laughs> that i just like forgot i like got out of the habit of doing it um well i've wasted enough of your time you want to do this podcast sure we can do that i should have had some coffee i'm a little worn out hey i feel you maybe i'll maybe i'll go have a shot of coffee real quick do you mind can you do your thing can you feel like your thing. a couple of minutes of air for me um Wait, hold on. Let me get a book. All right. I got, I got to wait for you to get the book, or can you just can you just no, fully that you later? Go. I got it. I got it. It wasn't far. <laughs> well, all right. I have a bookmark in this book. Um, for the, for the uninitiated, that is Nevermore, a supernatural novel. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> I I honestly I've probably read this before, but I don't even give a shit. Turn that light on. Get a good lamp action going on here. <clears throat> By the time I finish um clearing my throat, Jeremy's gonna be back. <gasps> we start on page 182. Placing Dean's drink on a napkin on the bar, Jennifer said, Sorry to disappoint you, but it's all true. Took Billy's soccer practice this afternoon and everything. They're making him a forward. I I have read this before. Good for him. Dean had no idea what that meant, really, but he assumed it it not to be a bad thing. So what's Sam getting? Uh, Bud Light for Mr. Wuss. Yep, I totally read this before. Hey, Jennifer said, What you got against Bud Light? Nothing, Dean said. I just prefer beer. We all know he likes his microbrews. I probably made that joke last time, too. They finally got a... That finally got a smile out of her. (laughs) Okay. Um, okay, 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 okay. What would you say if I came back to see you? I assume that's Dean speaking. I'd say you're lying through your teeth. She has a southern accent now. Dean grinned, and you'd be right. I need to talk to Aldo about something. Getting to see you again was just a nice side benefit. What do you need to talk to Aldo about? An old girlfriend of his. Jennifer snorted. Snorted what? (laughs) Which one? Blonde girl named Roxy. Another snort. Roxy Carmichael? She ain't no girl. Hell, she was older than me. That got Dean's attention. Was? 
Well, I guess she still is. She broke up with Aldo a couple years back, and I ain't seen her since. Too bad they were a good couple. Neither of them drank or smoked or nothing. No, wait. I remember she and I used to go outside to smoke right after they made it illegal to smoke in bars. Knowing that those laws varied from state to state, Dean asked, when was this? Jennifer shrugged. A couple years ago, right before they broke up. This is... <laughs> Anyhow, she always drank ginger ale. Before Dean could say anything else, the other bartender, not Harry, but another guy half his age, twice his height, said, Hey, Jenny, move your ass, will ya? I'm dying over here. Sorry, Dean said. How much? <laughs> Catch me later. Again, Jennifer smiled, but it wasn't the snarky one she usually used. This one was nicer. A warm, pleasant feeling in his chest. Dean walked over to the table with two beers. That feeling got cold and clammy by the time Scotzo reached the second verse of their opener. Smoke on the water. Dean swore right then. (laughs) And there he was changing his ringtone as soon as he figured out a way to ask Sam how to do it. Oh. All right. All right. All right. I read, I think I read that same portion that I've read previously, but I don't even fucking care. That will <laughs> suck. And I bought four of them. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. You have four of those? Yeah, I don't know why. I think I bought them all at the same time. They're like $3. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. Sorry, you got sprayed in the fucking face. Don't just quit fighting. <laughs> Suck that water, motherfucker. Sucks, doesn't it? Lay your ass down and go to sleep. No assholes. So we get some. Well, 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 well. I mean, she's she's not an angel, but she's special. (laughs) Chris, I forgot to tell you something that I learned this week. I want to find out if 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 you learned about it on Twitter. And I'm yeah, sorry, I just, it literally just popped in my head. You know the um, Are You Allowed Vine that you introduced me to? Is that allowed? I, I've watched it several more times. I don't think it's a mannequin. Is it a mannequin? <laughs> I don't think it is. I think he moves in it. I, I didn't see the guy move. <laughs> is that allowed? <laughs> Why would she be making out with a mannequin? Is this allowed? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It actually makes more sense for him to ask, is this allowed if it's a mannequin? Yeah. Yeah, but so for those who don't know, we've joked about it on here before. There is a Vine. You can Google is this is that allowed Vine on YouTube or whatever. You'll find it, um, and it's just it's it doesn't matter. But there's the rumor is that's going around is that it's a mannequin that this girl is cuddling with in the Vine. I don't I don't know. That sounds like that sounds like our kind of thing. If you ask me, that's something Sam and Dean would say. Sure, girls um, cuddling with mannequins in restaurants sounds like our kind of thing. Sounds like our kind of thing. 